Good Wednesday afternoon, Central Indiana. This is Danny O'Malley, um, and uh, this is the Indies Trusted Servant Show on 91.9 FM WITT. The Indies Trusted Servant Show is available every Wednesday at 4.30 on 91.9 WITT or 919WITT.org on your computer. What, it, what is Indies Trusted Servant? Well, that's me, Danny O'Malley. I do customer service training and keynote speaking about customer service um, and organizational culture, uh, something I've learned from the hand of the master, my late father, Joel O'Malley, at three different grocery companies, starting with when I was about nine years old, and that was like 64 years ago. Uh, the main grocery company was, you've all heard of it, O'Malley Food Markets. Uh, if you're interested in learning more about that part of my existence, well, give me a call at 317-413-9062. What's the Indies Trusted Servant Show? Well, I like to describe it as lively local small biz and community talk where you can feel the pulse of Indy. Um, and today's guest is a good friend, um, probably known this fellow for over 10 years, from the Indianapolis Rotary. He was an Indianapolis Rotary president at one time. Uh, former employee of the University of Evansville, and now is really, really involved in the Chin community down on the south side of Indianapolis. And that is none other than Jeff Lake, and he's here to talk about the Chin community today. Jeff, welcome to the Indies oh, Trusted great. Servant Show. Thank you, Danny. My pleasure. Well, it's great to have you. Talk about the Chin community generically, uh, mm -hmm. a big, you know, yeah. Uh, big picture and then we'll get into some specifics okay sure uh, when we say Chin a lot of people automatically want to go to China and uh, that's not it uh, Chin uh, people are from Burma and they're basically from the northwest uh, area of Burma mostly around the Myanmar area and did Myanmar used to be called something else or if I got that it, confused it, with another place. I think it was, place. but there's also an area there that they call the Chin State, but that may not be what you're, what you're thinking of. But the Chin State's almost like the state of Indiana, but it's, just, it's a state Chin within Burma. Unfortunately, uh, the, they're persecuted on a religious basis because Burma is 95% Buddhist, and they are 95% Christian. The Chins are. Yes, the, the Chins are. Which is why they can't come here. Well, they have been forced uh, out in some cases. In some cases, they've come on their own. Uh, but So some are refugees, meaning they've been forced out, and the others are immigrants, which they just chose to come here. Uh, so when did this, um, what's the right word? I don't want to use the word onslaught. <laughs> uh, but when did this migration start? Is it something that, has been building for 50 years, or is it something in the last 10 years, or what? It's probably been 20 years. Uh, some of the leaders uh, had been here 20, 25 years, but okay. they were one of the, some of the first that were here, of course. Uh, and then once you know they got here, then there was a lot of talk about you know Indianapolis being a great place for the Chin to live. And then more and more families more and more would hear came. about it, and more and more would come, and and so it just grew and grew. And so now we have 20,000 of them living on the south side of Indianapolis. Now, big picture, are there other cities that have similar chin settlements, uh, if that's the right word, it, neighborhoods? Uh, actually, Fort Wayne has a contingent. I don't know how many. I, I think just a few thousand. But how about nationwide? 
we are the largest uh, in the whole country, the 20,000. So, so there's so, only like 43,000 in the entire country. That's what I was coming yeah, to. Yeah. And we got about half of them, yes, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. So uh, 43,000 out of a population of what? Oh, gosh, probably two or three million. Okay, still that a range. fairly small percentage. Yeah. Is the, is the religious persecution over there still going on? Yes, um, yes. Well, t- t- talk about the religious persecution. Is it violent or? Well, it can be because if if you're a Christian, they really don't want you to live there, and so when they find out that you are, then they want you to leave. And sometimes it's you know, please leave, and other times that the military gets involved because they're directly connected to the Buddhist community and the government. So it's all kind of one big group: the military the government and the Buddhists all as one and they don't want the Chin people living there. They prefer they they leave. Move on. Yeah. So so um why did the Chins find Indianapolis a good place to move to? That, that's a really good question. Uh, in in the beginning, and this is before my time with them, because I've been working with them since two thousand sixteen. But let's go back 20, 25 years ago. The president of the Chin community of Indiana lives in Columbus, Ohio, and comes back and forth all the time. But uh, he's been here a long time. And so what it what it takes is, you know, one leader to come here and then spread the word back to Burma and the Chin state about how great Indianapolis is because the cost of living is not high. The jobs are plentiful. Uh, when you hear the numbers of chins working at the different uh, companies, you'll, you'll you'll be amazed. And so they hear about all these things that are positive. And so actually what's happening, uh, Danny, is that not only are they coming from Burma, but now they're moving. The government brings them into different states. Maybe or, Our or, government. Yeah, US our government, government. Yeah, St. Louis, Chicago, New York. And so a lot of those people here by Indianapolis. So now we're getting more people coming from within the country. They're leaving St. Louis yeah, and Chicago leaving, and exactly, coming here. Exactly, right, because they hear about... We got the biggest number. And, and it's a great support system with the Chin community, and, you know, our club has been involved with them, and, you know, so they hear about all this. So what are some of the companies that have large numbers of the Chin community working for them that, that our listeners might have heard of? Well, I mean, uh, absolutely. Uh, Walmart, Amazon, FedEx, UPS. Okay. A lot of wor- they have a lot of warehouse jobs. Okay. I, I believe uh, I learned the other day that I didn't realize this, but FedEx actually has five separate warehouse operations in the greater Indianapolis area between Plainfield, Indy, and Greenwood. I've seen most of them, I think. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, okay. So I, atta- I assume uh, that they are good workers. Oh, right? they're they're absolutely good workers. Uh, the the people, and I've gotten to know them quite well in four years, but they're honest. Hardworking, don't cause any trouble. Always go to work, you know. And 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 these are fairly, you know, decent-paying jobs, you right, know, f- right? Considering where they're coming from. And so uh, we had a deployer in there last week, and he was telling us that he was basically told just hire Burmese <laughs> because that's, okay, <laughs> that that's kind of a sad statement. Considering maybe people here, you know, don't appreciate the work as much as they do, but they do, 
and they're very appreciative of the fact they have a job and they're able to buy homes and cars and you know sure, so they they sure. work they work their rear ends off you know how many of these burmese 20,000 would you say are citizens of the US uh that's a really good question i uh probably at this point cuz they keep coming but I would say more than half, like 60% maybe. And none of them are when they get here, obviously. No. And, they and all, we, and they're yeah. all naturalized citizens. And the Chin community of Indiana actually has a, a location on the south side called the Chin Center. And so everybody on the south side who's a Chin knows that's where you go to get help. And so I've worked there the last couple of weeks as a volunteer because they've been short-staffed. And it's amazing how many people flow through there with every problem you can imagine because they don't speak English. There's a cultural barrier can, and English Can you barrier. go there and learn to speak English there? Yes. We, okay. They, they okay. teach English as a second language, and they teach civics courses so they can get you know their citizenship. The biggest thing they do is get people jobs. And, and that, that's a start to, for everything else. Yeah. So we are going to take a quick underwriter break and talk about next week's show, and we'll be back with Jeff Lake of the Chin, well, a volunteer for the Chin community here in Indianapolis after this underwriter break. We want to thank, first of all, the host for the Indians Trusted Servant Show Studios and uh, Unpredictable Music on 91.9 FM, and that is My Pet Carnivore, Pet Food Distribution Warehouse on South Shelby Street in Fountain Square, where Paul and Suzanne and their very busy staff distribute healthy frozen pet food, mostly dog and cat food, to pet food owners, owners only in 48 states you can kind of guess the two states they're not in yet but this stuff must work so i wouldn't put it past them but you should see the trucks coming in and out of this place it's just amazing we want to thank our underwriters for the show there are two of them first is my alma mater cathedral high school if you have a student in fifth through eighth grade make mark your calendar for cathedral high school's first and i hope only virtual open house thursday november 12th from 6 to 8 30 p.m Enjoy the sights and sounds of our sprawling 40-acre campus on North, in northeast Indianapolis as you experience Cathedral virtually. The event will include question-and-answer panels, uh, performances by some of our talented uh, musicians and performing artists, testimonials, and giveaways. Greatness is calling, so register today at gocathedral.com slash openhouse. And I've said, as I've said since 1958... Go Irish. Second underwriter is my good friend Ryan Henry and uh, Open in Indiana. Check out Open in Indiana, your destination for finding the people, places, things, and events that make Indiana a great place to live and visit, which we're talking about right here with Jeff Lake and the Chin community. If you own a business in Indiana, list your business and events with www.openinindiana.com, that's www.openinindiana.com, to get started. Follow Open in Indiana on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And next week's show will be John Elsesser. He is the CEO of the Indiana Non-Public Education Association, which, um, well, it has pretty much all the non-public schools in Indiana, uh, as members. Um, now, back to Jeff Lake with, um, the, well, the Indianapolis Rotary and the Chin community of, of Indianapolis. Um, give us the bound, the kind of the, maybe the geographic boundaries. We've said south side, right. 
Southport area, but give us exact. Are there exact geographic boundaries? For the uh, not community? not exact, but but definitely south side of Indianapolis zip codes, uh, Southport and Greenwood. Okay, that would be the, a good description. Okay, well that's a good percentage of the folks living in those neighborhoods. How yes. does the Chin community and and the uh, let's say the natives get along? Uh, and for the most part, good. There are some problems at times because. When some of them come here, you know, from Burma for the first time in our country, they're not used to, you know, parking regulations and certain, you know, aspects of things they're not really, you know, dealt with before. So there are some minor problems in the beginning, but then a lot of training goes on to help them, you know, figure out how to through this comply. Gym, through this gym right. center mainly. Yes. What about the kids in schools? How's that work? They are, are, are unbelievable. The uh, Perry School System probably has a majority now of their students are chin and they're excellent students how do and, how do they do, do they if if a family comes over and they've got kids mm-hmm. i take it the kids learn english right away exactly right right and so the beauty of it is uh the next generation uh, when they all graduate from high school and college and get jobs it's going to be totally different because their parents and grandparents don't speak english or if they do, very, very little. Yeah. There's a youth advisory council of young people, and I met them not long ago. They all speak perfect English. They're good leaders. I mean, they're But they're I, it sounds like the students. parents may or may not speak English, but they're all in, uh, in favor of their kids. They recognize the yes. kid's going to go to school. He or she's got to be able to speak English. Right? Yes, and they even understand the importance of the high school degree so they can go to college, too. Yes. And get a job as well. And, right? and, or, the, or get a job, and, right. And or, or both, right? Mm-hmm. So talk about, the, okay, the, you got the Chin Center. Well, well let me ask you this. How did you get involved with the Chin community? Well, back in uh, 2016, actually before that, 2015, someone you know by the name of Ralph Taylor uh, the was great on, Ralph was Taylor. On, yeah, the great Ralph Taylor, exactly. <laughs> was uh, on our uh, found Rotary Foundation board. Our, our club is big enough, we have our own foundation. And so Ralph was on the board, and, you know, we had, as you probably remember, had given a lot of money to uh, Raleigh Hospital. We had given a lot of money to Gleaners. Right. And somebody said, well, you know, maybe we should think of a different way of looking at what we're doing. You know, let's not be, always be asking people to donate and, you know, provide huge amounts of money, which was a million and a yeah, million, a million and, a half and a half to those right. two. And so they said, let's do something different. So they, they tasked Ralph to interview and figure out where, what's the best not-for-profit refugee slash immigrant group that we could help. And so Ralph did that, and he came up with the Chin Community the of Chin Indiana. Community. Okay. So in 2016, our club gave them a $250,000 grant, 50000 a year for five years. So that's unheard of in our club because typically our grants locally are 25000 at the most. At the most, yeah. And, and, and so, not for five years. And not for five. So right. it, what it was, Danny, was it's called legacy grant. In other words, this is not a short-term process. And so then we, we had those five years, and those five years have passed on June, June uh, 30th. So we renewed that now for three more years at 50. Really? So okay. they're, they're good for until 2023. Now, do, do you have a good feel for what the Chin community is using the Rotary's money, the Foundation's money for? Yes, and, and primarily its staff. Because how again, big, how big a staff do they, they have? They have five five people, 
Okay. And you know, two people for jobs, two social workers. And they're all at the Chin yeah, Center. A receptionist. Where's the Chin Center located? It's 2524 East Stop 11 Road. Okay. Just off Madison okay. on the south side. Uh, and uh, so all those all the employees work out of the center. Yes. Right? Yes. What what percentage of the Chin folks would you say visit the center in a given year? Is that a can you answer that? Well, the days I they they keep track of every single person that comes in, and so the days I was there, I was looking at the sheet, and on one day, you know, we had sixty-five people. Another day, you know, fifty. You know, so I mean, you know, you have to add all that up. Yeah, but, but it's a but fairly 50, uh, 50 to sixty fairly high number people a day. What, what what's interesting is is if you you have to actually this is true of a lot of things, you have to see it to believe it. In other words. A person comes in with a problem or a question or they can't figure something out. It's not as though you can figure it out in two minutes. Because of the language barrier, yeah. you may have to make a phone call to AT&T or someone, and then they can't speak English, so then you have to speak for them on the phone. And, you know, these things take a lot of time. So um, that's why the need for as many staff people and volunteers as possible. Now, let me ask you this, and we'll come back to volunteers in just mm -hmm. a second, but the staff people, are they all Burmese? Yes. Yeah, yes, they would have yes, to be able to are. speak both they, languages. And they, they speak right? both, right. Yeah. Right. So um, you guys are looking for volunteers uh, to do what? Well, just like uh, like myself, I, I just I knew they were shorthanded, so I just went in and, and helped out. So if they run into a bind where, okay, could you call and help this person uh, get his credit card, you know, activated? Because... Okay. You couldn't do it. Or, or maybe and, help somebody register to vote. Yeah, or register Something to like vote. That. Or uh, a lot of times there, there's an issue with uh, food stamps, Social Security, green cards. <laughs> you know, it goes on All and on. Stuff. All those yeah. things have to be taken care of. Because, again, some of them just don't speak any English at all. And they're not familiar with all the – let's go – Call it benefits and bureaucracies. Correct. Right. Right. B and B. How modern of a society is Burma? Well, the the bigger city uh, like Yangon is, is uh, the capital there, and it, it's a you know good sized city. But where they're from, uh, they were telling me the other day that when they would go from where they live in Myanmar to Yangon, it's like a three day trip. Okay. Because the roads are Bad. terrible and. There are no flights, and so there's there's somebody who's working on uh, developing new smaller airports, kind of throughout the area, and so that would make a huge difference if they could ever get that. Completed. Is uh, is uh, I had a, a guy on the show just last two weeks ago, uh, who uh, manufactures um, what we would call RVs, but they're not RVs. They are to take food and medicine and construction supplies to crazy places in africa and south mm -hmm. america where you where you can't get with a regular car or mm -hmm. a truck mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so how much of burma is like that or is it fairly easy to get around on the ground there now uh, other than the big city it's very difficult to get around is it mountainous yeah. or it, it's mountainous and the roads and the are, roads are not good yeah and yeah. the transportation that they have to deal with which you know, they don't have nice cars necessarily you know 
is very difficult. When so. we get off the air, I want to talk to you about my guest from last week because you guys might want to look. They're having an open house at this place next Friday. Oh, sorry. Right? This coming Friday. Oh, okay. Somebody from yeah. there might want to drop in. Who yeah. knows? Maybe no, yeah. maybe they could uh, maybe they could get some help from these guys. Yeah. Great. Sure. Will Austin is the guy's name, and we'll talk about that okay. off the air. We're going to take one more underwriter break and uh, promote next week's show and thank our host for the studio, and then we'll be back with Jeff Lake of the. Indianapolis Chin Community on the South Side for our final segment. We want to thank uh, the host for the studios of 91.9 FM, all that unpredictable music, and the Indies Trusted Servant Show at 4.30 Wednesday, and that is My Pet Carnivore, pet food distribution warehouse on Shelby Street in Fountain Square, where Paul and Suzanne and their very busy staff distribute healthy frozen pet food, mostly dog and cat food, but pet food, to pet food owners only, no stores in 48 states. This stuff must work. Thanks, Paul and Suzanne and staff, for putting up with the studios of 91.9 FM and the comings and goings of Russ Dodge and Danny O'Malley and all our guests. We want to thank our two underwriters for the show. First, my alma mater, Cathedral High School. If you have a student in 5th through 8th grade, mark your calendar for Cathedral High School's first, and I hope only, virtual open house Thursday, November 12th from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Enjoy the sights and sounds of our sprawling 40-acre campus on the northeast side of Indianapolis as you experience Cathedral virtually. The event will include question and answer panels, performances by some talented young singers and musicians and so forth, testimonials and giveaways. Greatness is calling. So register today at gocathedral.com slash openhouse. And as I've been saying since 1958, Go Irish. Our second underwriter is our good friend Ryan Henry at Open in Indiana. Your destination, also a fellow Rotarian, right, Jeff? Yes. Your destination for finding the people, places, things, and events that make Indiana a great place to live and to visit. If you own a business in Indiana, list your business and your events with www.openinindiana.com, www.openinindiana.com to get started, and you can follow Open in Indiana on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And next week's guest will be John Elsesser. He's the uh, CEO of the Indiana Non-Public Education Association. I heard him speak at Catholic Business Exchange last month and said, got to get this guy on the show. So back to Jeff Lake for our final segment on the Chin Community. Do you guys do any fundraising for the Chin Community uh, events? Um, yeah. Yes, uh, they have a Chin National Day, which is kind of their Fourth of July, uh, like in our in our country. Uh, it's always in February, and they have uh, thousands of people attend, and they and they have turned that into somewhat of a fundraiser. They're also working right now on a fundraiser, where they're going to be auctioning off a car and some other really high end kind of items, uh, just to generate some you know some extra funds because you know, COVID nineteen hit hard there too you know so unfortunately where, what how, how do you guys raise money for the center and and the community at large well they, they can get grant they've gotten grants of course they got a big grant from us the rotary's right there the uh <laughs> marion county health department has been very generous to them over the years uh they paid for the first executive director a few years ago oh okay and so uh, that's been a huge help and plus the uh they're right next to the marion county health department on east stop 11 road so they're getting free 
space, which is also, oh, of course, a benefit. That's you know, a big benefit. Uh, it's not the greatest space. They like to have a bigger and their space and their own space, but you know that's 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 what they have right now. So, and then we're we're developing. Uh, they're becoming more sophisticated. So we're going to develop a business slash investment club to help teach and train you know them more about business and how to invest. And we're actually looking to get some sponsors for that. We're also looking to get sponsors for just the center as a whole. Because if you think about it, Amazon, Walmart, FedEx, they love the chin workers. And you would think they would be helpful, you know, because they appreciate it so much. So we're, we're currently working on a plan where we would have some kind of, you know, big wall full of sponsors at some point. Sounds good. Now, the last thing you mentioned in your bullet points for the show was that a lot of these folks, maybe almost all of them, send some of the money back to their relatives yes. in Burma, right? Yes. What, um, obviously, that's a good thing for their relatives. Mm-hmm. Why is that a good thing for Indianapolis? Well, I, I, th- I think the uh, fact that they have good jobs, and just, just to give you an example, uh, FedEx uh, Greenwood was in there last week or week before, and they were hiring uh, the Chin on the spot literally fill out an application hired 17 dollars an hour and so not only does that help of course the person that's living here but then it gives that person person a little extra money uh to send Plus back to back paying, home so paying taxes yes and walmart and fedex are yeah. paying you know, you well, know employment and, taxes and i don't know if you have been driving around near greenwood lately but greenwood is becoming kind of a mecca for large warehousing Yep, uh, yep, and Plainfield is another area that has a lot of uh, large warehousing. And just to be fair, too, we have to go back to the beginning when the churches really helped start the Chin Community of Indiana before any of us ever got involved. There are 40 or so Chin churches on the south side. So 40 Chin churches? Yes. There must be small, small S- churches. No, uh, some are, and then there's some that have 1,500. Really? So they're very religious. It's very important to them. They tithe, they send back money to Burma. I mean, they, and they and they're Christian. Yeah, ninety-five right? percent Christian. Yes. Yep. yep. Um, a lot of Baptists. Okay, that's that. You know, that's that's an important thing. Uh, it's a fascinating thing to me, and I've heard you talk about it at mm-hmm. Rotary. Um, I knew a little bit about it before, but it seems like um, I could be wrong. Uh, but it seems like this community of chins is more Americanized than, let's say, some other groups that have moved into the country in large groups. And I wonder why that would be. Is it because of the Christian religion? Is it because Indianapolis is more wel- welcoming? Or do you have a theory on that? Yeah, I, that's an interesting thought. Uh, I, I think it's because uh, it, Indianapolis became known in Burma for the place to go. Yeah. The last 20 years. And so, you know, so that makes a big difference. Uh, I, we're working on a, a, a satellite club uh, in Rotary, which is kind of an extension of our club, the downtown club, which Southport was, but now the, they're a, their own full-fledged club. But we're working on one on the west side, northwest side, old Lafayette Square area. Okay. As you know, That's my old neighborhood. As you know, probably isn't wasn't the best area in the world in terms mm. of some things. But uh, we have a gentleman in our club, you may, you may know him, uh, uh, Andali Sango. I met him, yeah. And he is from Zimbabwe, and he's been here two years, and he lives in that area. 
And he has a lot of friends there that are from South Africa, the three countries in South Africa. And so he wants to start a satellite club to kind of do the same thing that we're doing with the chin with another you might be in, group. You might be interested in Russ here is connected to the West Side Chamber of Commerce. Okay. And that international marketplace. Which I, these I guys met with Mary Clark. She, oh, uh, that's fantastic. Mary yeah. Mary yeah. Clark has been a guest on yes. this show. Yeah. So that would be a good thing for you guys to hook up with to get going over there. Yeah. Mary Mary wants to get involved. You know, once we get it going. But as you probably you may know, she's developing a global center. I don't know if you heard about this. No, no. She, she was they, on several years ago. Okay, this is relatively new. They they bought a uh, an old Value City store, forty five thousand square feet, and they're going to create a global center, and they're going to have each corridor is going to be a different continent. So they have artifacts and things from every continent in the world. So it's going to be an international global center. I mean, I guess that's redundant, but yeah, that's, so it's really uh, ironic and probably, you know, there's good karma going on here that the Zimbabwe gentleman would want to get going now because it just all ties into what she's doing. Yeah. Well, it's just fascinating how this Chin community has grown mm-hmm. over the 25 years or so yeah. that it's been here in Indianapolis, how well they've assimilated, mm-hmm. um, maybe not 100%, but that's no. asking a lot. That, yes. um, but it sounds like, you know, there's an awful, awful lot of positive stuff. Yep. What is what is the website for the Chin community, if anybody wants to get involved and volunteer? Uh, I believe it's uh, in, IndieChin.com. And spell Chin. Yes, yeah, C-H-I-N. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Well, Jeff Lake with the Indianapolis Chin community on the south side of Indianapolis, and of course, always with the Indianapolis Rotary. I want to thank you for being our guest oh, this week. Sure thing, my pleasure. Thank you. And don't forget, next week, John L. Susser with IMPEA, the Indiana Non-Public Education Assist Association. We will see you all then. God bless. <laughs>